This edition of the Get More Success Show is a little bit different. I was interviewing one of my other guests, Joe Hassan, and as I was talking to her, she said, hey, my nephew is out from the UK and wanted to sit in on the recording. And it was one of the rare ones that I've ever done in that it was live. So I'm on new microphone, we're sitting in the apartment that she'd rented while doing this conversation. And I started talking to him and finding out a bit about him. And it, I think he's about 23 and he has invested in some property in the UK and it was funding his gap year or his two year holiday out here in Australia. Not fully funding it, but contributing to it. And I'm like, wow, at that age, that really is a success story. So I said to him, want to be on the show? So this is a, it's a short little interview. We talk about a few different things and a different approach to success. And his idea is he wants to retire really early and he's got a few plans on how to do it. So Let's get him on the show. Let's go to the show now and find out more about Josh and how he's going to retire early while working hard today. Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Mary. Now, today I have a very interesting guest. Just stumbled across him. He was walking down the street and I stumbled and we chatted and I thought, well, I'd like to have a chat to this young man. Uh, an, uh, he has a background in real estate, finished high school, went straight into real estate and like many in real estate, jumped from a few different agencies, got into the marketing side of it, went to work for a marketing organisation and then left the UK and came to Australia just for a bit of a holiday, as you do. Please welcome to the show, Josh Smith. Thank you very much. Hey, Josh, I'm very interested. Uh, uh, now, it's for those of you who can't see down the podcast, Josh is quite a young lad compared to myself. Me being 50, he's probably only 25-ish. 24, thank you very oh, much. Oh, geez, I, he's, uh, he's, he's losing age before my very eyes. And some people would say, why are you talking to a 24-year-old about success? And my thought is... The different generations have different perspectives, so I'm really looking forward to hearing Josh's perspective today. So, Josh, how do you define success? Well, I think that's something that's really personal to each individual person. For me, it's it's being able to do whatever you want, really. Um, I think was it Warren Buffett who said something about you can only if you if you don't find a way to earn money in your sleep, you work till you die. And I can't think of anything worse than. <laughs> Work until I die. I, uh, I I don't enjoy working. I've enjoyed various jobs I've had, um, but I don't actually enjoy working itself. Uh, so for me, success is ultimately retirement, and the earlier you can retire, the more successful you are. Fair enough. Um, and so have you been able to retire yet? Not quite, unfortunately. Not quite. Not I'm quite. Uh, taking a year off, so almost that's a, a year of a taste of retirement. Um, yeah. And I, I am hoping to retire Nice and early, but yeah. not quite yet, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and interestingly, uh, Josh and I were talking before. So during your year off, you've come out from the UK. Whereabouts in the UK are you used to be? Uh, Newcastle, so northeast okay. on the coast there. Not yep. quite as nice a coast as here, but <laughs> hey, still a bit of a beach. This <laughs> is Australia. we got more beaches than we know what to do with. Most of them are golden sand, not many rock beaches. No, no. Um, okay, but you were saying that you've already worked hard enough and have been able to get a couple of properties yourself so that... While you're not out here footloose, fancy three, throwing money around like confetti, 
it's actually contributing to your year off as you're gallivanting around. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, fortunate enough to, to have a, a few properties back home. Um, mm. And, yeah, they're helping pay the bills here. And, and that is the ultimate goal is to, to keep buying properties until the income is enough that I is, can live off it is entirely. That, is that something that you strategically did? Like, are you, are you, is your plan, right, I've got to get X number of properties giving me this kind of return and that's what I'll do? Basically, yeah. Um, I mean, like I say, I happened to, as you mentioned at the start, uh, I, I worked in real estate straight from high school. Right. So that gave me obviously great insight into the property market and, and how to make money off property. So if I hadn't done that, who knows where I'd be now. But yeah. because I happened, um, it meant that, yeah, as soon as I could get a mortgage at 18, I, I was able to. Um, yeah. Did quite well from a property because that was 2012. So the market hadn't quite recovered in the UK from, from 2008 uh, when it all went tits up. Yeah. So I managed to pick up a property pretty cheaply um, and that, increased in value so I then pulled money out of that and, and got property and realized this is actually an easy way to make money you know you don't, you don't actually do anything you just buy it stick a tenant in and pretty much leave it alone so how has the market in the UK gone because like, out here we you know, crack jokes Bernard Salt um, a great speaker term to coin he wrote an article about you can either have crushed avocado on toast or a house you can't have both um and so the average property price here you're looking at is around that half a million dollars. What about the in the kind of areas you're looking? Are you looking at around that kind of price range as well? I wish, I wish. Uh, the first one I bought was sixty-six thousand uh, pounds, so right. that's at like one twenty yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the two after that were slightly cheaper because the, the first one I bought was obviously for me, um, yep. and then the two after were not for me so I didn't care quite as much if they were quite as nice but no no that's the one good thing about living in northeast of England is it's it's not London it's you know it's not a major city Newcastle's fairly big city but I don't buy anything in Newcastle itself I buy surrounding areas sort of ex-coal mining places and why is that what's your strategy behind that that's what I can afford (laughs) but also to be honest the the uh, the yield's actually better with those you know if you without getting too boring uh, the more expensive properties, while they're nicer to live in, if you buy them for investment, the yield you get rent-wise versus the price you've paid, yeah. it's nowhere near as good. So if you're happy to have a tenant who maybe, you know, they're a single 20-something-year-old or maybe they're on housing benefits, if you're happy to take that slight risk that maybe they're not going to take as much care of the property, and I've never really had any problems. I've had a few things where I've had to fix a few holes and doors here yeah. and there, but... Uh, Providing you have to take that risk, you can get a lot more for your money yeah. if you buy cheap. What about capital growth? Like, because usually there's a trade-off between your rental return and your capital growth. What sort of growth are you having in those areas? So the the two that I bought initially for investment are in a place called North Shields, and they've not grown a great deal. I mean, it's a, it's a steady area. You know, yeah. it's not going to go down anytime soon unless you know we get another wait. Um, but it's it you know it's climbed up fairly okay. What I bought for me actually did pretty well on. Um, like I said, I bought it for 66. That was where people lost a lot of money, unfortunately. Um, yeah. They were built in 07. Yeah. So obviously just the wrong time to build a new property. And they were initially on the market for 180,000. Yeah. Um, like I said, I bought mine for 66,000. So that tells you how much people yeah, lost yeah, yeah. on those. Awesome. Um, but they've been climbing back up. So yeah, that one's worth about 90 now. So I've made you know, yeah, almost 50% on that. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. That's actually, pretty that cool. One, yeah. That's pretty cool. So what's the plan? Is it the plan is to go back and, and get back and do more work, be it back in real estate marketing? Yeah, whatever, absolutely. Then... So, uh, yeah, I, I basically, I'm not too bothered about what I do as long as it gives me enough money that I can keep investing. Uh, yeah. I, I 
probably have enough of real estate for now because um, I'm, you know, still going to be involved in it anyway. So yeah. working full time doing that, I, I think probably not. Marketing, I, I really enjoyed. I might go back to that. Um, I might not. You know, there's yeah. there's plenty of other options. I might explore something new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't need to to pick one particular because I don't want to do it forever because I am planning on retiring yep. early. It doesn't need to necessarily be a career. It just needs to be something. So what about uh, what about um, being able to afford the different mortgages, etc. Do you have like a spending plan? Are you do you like how do you how do you deal with your money without you know getting specifically? Yeah, but yeah. you know how do you make sure that you've got enough to service your loan and still live a life that's not too restricted? Well, that's why I do need to work full time right now because the, the properties themselves wouldn't do that. But I, I don't know what the markets are like in Australia. In the UK, it's very rare that you're ever going to be paying a higher mortgage than the rent. So. The rents I get from the properties more than cover the mortgage. Yep. I give a little bit that goes into savings, which then goes towards the next property. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, long enough down the line, there'll be enough coming in that I can live off it. And then that will also have enough in the savings to when I hit 40, 50, 60, whatever age I feel like I need to pay The old, off. when you get to the, <laughs> old, get the old age. age. But that, then I'll hopefully have enough to then pay the mortgages off. Or, you know, if I need to, I can always sell one to pay mortgages off. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a sort of loose plan. Yeah, cool. Um, and so what brought you out to Australia? It's easy to get a visa. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Perfect. So no, it was it was one day, um, like I say, for six months or so before I came here, I was working for a marketing company. Uh, mm. And it was it was a great job, actually. Really good company. Um, if you live in the UK and you want a rug, check out Modern Rugs UK. They're, they're definitely good. Um, but it was 40 miles from where I lived and I was commuting every day to that. And it was, you know, the, the commute itself wasn't wasn't very fun, obviously. Um and then we had a lot of snow last mm. winter. Um, so driving what is normally an hour and an hour and a half drive in thick snow turns into three and a half hours. That's, it's a bit, it's a bit, um, it takes it out of you. Yeah. So there was one day when it had been really bad. I'd driven, like I say, three and a half hours to get there. Long day in the office, three and a half hours to get back. It was cold, it was dark. I thought, nah, I've had enough of this. Hopped on the laptop, Google where I can go. Australia yep. it is. You're not doing anything to sell the UK, you know, <laughs> wet, cold, dark. That's Absolutely. what we think, you know. And when you talk about snow, listeners, snow is that white stuff that you see on Christmas cards. You might not be familiar with it. Australians are hopeless driving in snow because we just don't do it. Like, In fairness, saw the UK and we do it every year. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. So do you have a goal in terms of either a number of properties or level of revenue it's generating or um, asset and net worth that you're going to have? Um, I think last time I looked at it, I needed uh, six properties total in order to be able to you know, live fairly comfortably without mm. having to work. Um, but I don't want to just become a property, I want to enjoy myself. So I'd probably aim to get about 10 or so before yeah, I actually yeah. ever quit in a full-time job. Because I mean, as you can tell from the fact I'm out here, I, I do like to travel, get about yeah. If I don't get out of the UK at least once a year, you go a bit mad. So me and my friends, yeah. But let's be honest, abroad. getting out of the UK to get to Europe's what a half an hour I've, plane yeah, ride. I've, I've literally like, been to France for dinner before and come back. Yeah, you know, yeah, It's, yeah. it's like a lot easier to travel in the UK. You're here, you can drive for four days and still be <laughs> yeah, in Australia. Absolutely, you know. it's a little bit easier. A little bit easier back home. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, I like yourself. Uh, my wife and I, we like property. We it's it's a good idea, and we have a goal. And our goal is that. We want $5 million worth of property giving us a 5% return. So that's 250 grand a year. Because we figure a 250 grand a year, we could live off that. My, um, my parents, when it came time to retire, had to ask the question, can we afford to retire? And I remember thinking at the time, I never 
never want to have to ask that question. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it is looking at that, what's my rental return and what's my capital growth? And the more expensive properties don't have the rental return. That's right. We've got a couple in a place called Horsham, which is about four hours away from here. Dodgy little places. They're ex-commission houses. And they give us about nine to ten percent return. So Perfect. you know, you which mean. is which is really good. So and it's it's about having a balanced portfolio. So you, uh, yeah. So it's it's I I'm a big believer in it. And each year the properties make us more money than than everything else, just in their capital growth at the, yeah. at the very least. So, um, but there's a whole lot of stuff to learn about capital gains tax and land tax and a whole lot of other stuff. Do you have all that sort of stuff is. in the UK? We, we do, we do. I mean, obviously the, the capital gains, you know, that, that, that only matters when I come when to sell. sell. Yeah. And if I decide that I want them as income, then that's going to be, you know, when I'm dead, it's someone else's problem to work Correct. out the capital gains. Correct. So, uh, but yeah, even just filming the tax return every year, it's it's always, always because what we don't have, I think you guys have to film the tax return anyway, don't you hear? Every year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we don't have to do that in the UK unless you're earning money from self-employment, which investments count as self-employment. Right. So the first couple of times doing that was uh, was a daunting task, but right. you get used to it. It's actually good. The, the Australian Tax Office here has done an amazing job with their online tax system. Oh, yeah. And, and you submit it all online, and it's really quite simple, and it does suck a lot of information nowadays that everything's digital. So if you are an employee somewhere, it just brings all your details up, brings all your investments and your banking kind of stuff and share returns. So it's, it's actually relatively simple. That's but then again... Good. I'm an accountant and I love figures. <laughs> and so therefore, for me, it's like, oh, it's joy. I have a joyous day. No, unfortunately, it's stuff. not quite as smooth as that yet. The, the HMRCRM upgrading all of their online bits and bobs at the moment. Yep. But they decided they're going to do individual bits at any one time. So you, it's now got to the point where they've updated half of the site where you're uh, you know, putting all your tax details, but not the other half. <laughs> but you also now need different login details for them. So you're trying to log in with two sets of login details to oh. different parts of the same site to try and submit a tax return. And That's insane. Half of me thinks, stuff it, I'll just not pay tax this year, but <laughs> nah, unfortunately. Yeah, they'll track you down. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested, you're saying, okay, I want to retire early. Right. Yes. So bang, let's just say you've got another 10 properties and you can now retire. What do you do? And you'll travel, like. so That's you'll travel thing, yeah. and you do whatever I'll, you I'll like. travel around. But have I'll... you given any thought to what that is? Not a huge amount. It's more just the, the freedom to do whatever. So some days mm. I might sit in my underwear in the house watching TV. Mm. And some days I might, like you say, when you're living in England, you can't just head to Europe for, for the weekend yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. So Head down to Ibiza. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. It's less about exactly what I'll do and more that I can have the freedom to do whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. So it might not be anything that exciting or it might be something new every but it's week, but it's, yeah, it's cool. the freedom, yeah. Interestingly, uh, Jeff Kennett once at a presentation for Beyond Blue, which is a large organisation here that supports awareness of depression, oh, yeah. said that one of the biggest causes of death in Australia is retirement. Oh, really? Uh, particularly for men, because they'll be working corporate, they hit this is who I am and this is my identity. And once they're retired, all of a sudden they've lost their identity. So without a purpose... Um, within a couple of years, a lot of them think, well, what's the point? Um, so my thought to you would be that it would be worthwhile considering what will I do when I retire? What What is my purpose? Yeah, you put me off retirement now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing, because I know for me personally, I will never retire. That doesn't mean I won't do fun things, but and, and the way I work will be different. Um, but there will always be something that I will do that will hit many there'll be con contribution to others they'll be doing fun stuff for myself they'll be spending quality time with the people i love but it won't be 
too, too many people think, oh, retirement, it's freedom, I can do anything. I'm like, great, so what's anything? Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, a and it is, um, a good friend of mine, Trav Bell, the bucket list guy, talks about bucket lists, and it is about having, you know, having some kind of bucket list of or experience of stuff you want to do. Uh, it's like, it's having a, a plan. We had a, an interview recently with um, a woman by the name of Jo Hassan who talked about having some kind of purpose, and I would suggest to you that even in your retirement, having a purpose as to how can I best use this to bring me value and that of others would be a cool thing. No, no, that's probably a good point. I mean, realistically, like I say, this is my test retirement this year. Um, so it's, it's probably going to be similar, you know, cafes, bars, restaurants. But I do <laughs> do a little bit to try and... Because I, I love, I love like, media production, video production. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even just being around these microphones is, you know, it's a little bit of a, little bit of a buzz. Getting a bit excited. Absolutely. Uh, so what I do do a little bit of is just extra work. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got no interest in being an actor. Yeah. Uh, but like I say, I love all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, getting to be on set and seeing bits and bobs yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, maybe I do a bit more of that when I actually retire. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, have you uh, kept coming out to do a some guest spots on Neighbours. Absolutely, yeah. Home yeah. and Away, all the quality all shows. All of them, all of them. Yeah, well, I've done a few. I've done a few episodes of Neighbours since being here, but I, th- I think I'll have to head down to Sydney and get some Home and Away, home and away well. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get it, get your IMDb profile and make sure you got an entry for <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, them all in. <laughs> so, what's next for you uh, and your visit here in Australia? Um, well, I've I've sort of kept Melbourne as my base for now. Yeah. Uh, so for the next few months, I'm still going to be living here. Um, then when it gets the when the weather gets a bit better, the last few days have been miserable. Today is actually quite nice, just looking out the window. Um, but yeah, come summer, I've I've got a little trip planned. One of my friends has come over from the UK. I'm uh, starting off in Cairns and then having a road trip down to Brisbane. Uh, you mentioned Joe Assam, but behind the scenes for the listeners, I'm actually a second cousin, so I'll be spending Christmas in Brisbane with her. Fantastic. Um, and then off to Sydney for New Year. So that's, awesome. That's sort of the rest of my Australia trip. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Hey, good luck with uh, your trip here in Australia and also with as you continue to develop your property portfolio and do fun things and plan for your retirement. Thank you very much. You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show with Warwick Mary, and I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Mary. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.